0: Yes, yes, yes. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show, right here live on Blog Talk Radio. TGIM, everybody. Great to be back with you on the Stoop. Great stuff. A lot of great stuff. Big weekend just passed. Thanksgiving just passed. Hope everybody had a wonderful time with family and friends. I actually had three rounds of it, so I am turkeyed out for the next couple weeks. (laughs) Next couple of months, next couple of years maybe, a lot of turkey. Thank you to all the friends and family and uh, in-law family that had me over and made my Thanksgiving very memorable. Hope it was great for all you out there as well. Uh, As you can tell by the early introduction, going solo tonight, uh, unfortunately our co-host, Joel Tatey, uh, has a little bit of a uh, family issue going on, you know, sometimes things Uh, are bigger than the show and bigger than life themselves. And Jewel has uh, something going on right now, so she is being with her family. Uh, Very important stuff, and we wish Jewel the best. We absolutely love her. She is a gift to us here at the Stupid Radio Show. And um, we hope everything works out for the best. Praying for you, Jewel. We're going to miss you tonight. i got nobody to pick on. I can pick on myself, I guess. But It's not near as fun. But uh, we're going to get you through. We're here tonight. On a TGIM episode, thank God it's Monday because we come back with our show. And tonight we've got a great show. We go back uh, to youth. Yeah, last Monday we had a wonderful young lady by the name of Bella Elise on the show, 16-year-old singer-songwriter. And tonight we go back with a young lady, 16 years old as well, Alyssa Jarrills. She is the new star of a show on the Disney Channel called, um, oh, excuse me, one second here. Uh, the show is called Mech 4, and uh, yes, she's going to be the first female member of that uh, gang on that show. Uh, she was also on Girl Meets World, so her face is getting out there. Very lovely young lady, great actress, we're looking very forward to having her here around 8.30 tonight. We'll ask her some questions and uh, talk about her career. We'll do a lot of stuff here. We're going to do uh, kind of like we did last week to fill some time Uh, Kind of a one-man show makes it a little bit difficult, so you fill time with some music. We're going to play some music uh, from past artists that we had on the show. Play some songs through, and uh, hopefully you enjoy those as well. But as always, time for the top five. We always do top five here. Whether it's a one-man show, a ten-person show, whatever it is, we're going to do top five. And tonight, since I got the reins on myself, I do a little sports here. Top five things. And I am loving, love, love, loving about our Philadelphia Eagles. why right, I says loving that many times because it's just that great. As you know, yesterday our Philadelphia Eagles won again, 31 to three. Score wasn't even really that close. A couple of uh, bad turnovers kept the Bears alive in that game. But the Eagles really handled their business, 31 to three. Looking great, looking great, folks. Ten and one. As the schedule gets a little bit tougher. Seattle, the Rams, a couple of teams on the horizon. So it's time to get it serious, and this team is really playing like it. They're going to be on the road for the next couple of games. Definitely time for them to uh, show what they're all about. And here's the top five things I love about this team right now. I'm going to go to number five with all you, the fans. There's fans everywhere. Everywhere I go, people are just all about the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're wearing their Eagles gear and their Eagles hats and talking about the game, and people who really don't even watch as much are talking about football. Everybody is absolutely loving the Philadelphia Eagles in this town. They've owned the town. They are, as a collective group, all 53 of them, the mayor of this town. They own it, and we love them for it, and they are fantastic. So that's number five, the uh, fans. Number four is a rather surprising defense. This defense plays outstanding. These guys have really come up to the challenge. A lot of people didn't think this defense would have much to offer. Uh, Kind of thought our secondary would be weak. Not a lot of people thought much about our linebackers. Uh, Defensive front has been outstanding, led by Fletcher Cox. Terrific front line. Excellent defense. They played a great couple of games this year for us. Um, Toughest team to run against in football. They've be good against the pass. The defense. That's number four for me. Number three, playing as a team. These guys, it's about everybody. And uh, you know, being an avid fantasy football guy as I am, you know, when you look at the stats, you know, it's Zach Ertz, it's Alshon Jeffrey, it's Jay J. It's Garrett Blunt, it's Corey Clement. It's everybody. There's just not one guy. Every week, being the megastar, everybody pitches in, everybody does their job, and they play as a team. The touchdown celebrations are great. I know Coach Peterson got on them a little bit, so it's distracting a little bit. But um, they're playing as a team right now. Everybody's into it, everybody's buying into it, and they're winning. And I love it. Number two is the league recognition. You always want your team to be recognized by the entire league, all the uh, announcers out there uh, talking about you, and when they look at schedules of other teams. and Oh, they got a big one coming up against Philly. That's what you like. I like our team being recognized. I like people to know that we're the big dogs in town. I'm absolutely loving it. Number one, this is easy. If you're loving the Philadelphia Eagles and you love everything about this team, you are in love with Mr. Carson Wentz. And Wentz, well, right now in the MVP talks, and I'll see why not, he just really has a great grasp of the game plays it well. He plays it smart. Runs when he has to. Makes the good throws. Doesn't turn the ball over a great deal. Really knows what he's doing out there. Great change from last year. Um, talk about sophomore slump. Not for Carson Wentz. He's been excellent this second year. And everybody used to compare him to Dak Prescott and you know the 1-2 in the league as far as young quarterbacks are concerned. Well, I think Dak Prescott starting to show his true colors a little bit. I think Jared Goff and the uh, the Rams is doing a better job than Prescott. And, of course, Carson is our man. Number one thing I love the most about my Philadelphia Eagles right now. Love, love, love about my Philadelphia Eagles right now. Carson Wentz says it all. To run down the top five again, I will rehash it for you. Number five is the fans everywhere all over this great city. Number four is this surprisingly impressive defense. Number three is these guys playing as a team and winning as a team, celebrating as a team. Everybody gets a piece of the action playing as a team, number three. Number two is a recognition they get from around the league. And number one, the amazing, hopeful MVP, Mr. Carson Wentz. Top five list for you tonight, always here on The stoop. Something that we love to do here Pick a topic, tell you five favorite things about it And uh, as we've seen in the past, people like to critique it We haven't had people call in about it, which we love Very awesome uh, Speaking of calling in, we did not have a guest Wednesday night We had a last minute con- cancellation, uh, again, of uh, Lita Ford And we're very unfortunate for that We are very sorry, we hope everything is good with Lita uh, And her career and uh, whatever is going on with her We wish her well Uh Tuesday night, we had an outstanding show with Shameless star, Mr. Steve Howey. And Steve is always great here. Give us some inside scoop on Shameless and the rest of the season, what to expect. Talk to us about his uh, latest projects. He was on set eating tacos, taking calls, being funny. He's an awesome guy. So we thank him uh, from Tuesday night's show, Steve Howey. Uh, We thank uh, Monday night's guests as well, Bella Elise. Very talented 16-year-old singer and songwriter. Um, we got more guests coming up in the very near future for you. We're pretty much booking up through December, trying to get some uh, names in here for January. Got a lot of names on the hook, getting close to getting some people. Hopefully some great names, and hopefully you tune in stick with us here on The Stoop, because we love you here. We thank you very much for doing that. Topics of discussion, it's that time break down some topics. I'm just going to kind of break some down on my own, kind of talk about them and freelance a little bit, and hopefully you're all out there listening and stuff that you could talk about and come up with your own uh, conclusion. And the uh, here's the topic, a topic of report shows that guns, that's right, guns, were one of the hottest Black Friday items purchased this year. Obviously Thursday being Thanksgiving, the day after it's always known as Black Friday, the biggest shopping day of the year. And apparently guns, very popular this year. Um, Had me wondering, has it become more natural for people to have guns and do we consider it safe? It it seems a lot more people are getting into uh, wanting to own guns, wanting to have guns, uh, safety and protection. Uh, My wife mentions it. Her family members, some of them carry. uh, A lot of my friends carry. Uh, It's just a different time now. You have to kind of uh, be able to defend yourself always crazy talk about terrorist outbreak and stuff like that, and some people just want to be prepared. Um, so you just never know, and a lot more people are getting into guns. Uh, I don't know if Black Friday is the biggest day for, for guns. I found that kind of weird to even hear this report, and it show pictures of uh, people out there shopping and shooting and at the range, of course, <laughs> not shooting in the mall. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with it if it's a responsible adult going out and taking the proper steps, getting their permit, learning how to use it, learning how to shoot it, not using it for dangerous circumstances, as we've seen. So, no, I really don't have a problem with guns, per se. I don't have a problem with people uh, getting them. But what I do have a problem with is the irresponsible people who don't know what they're doing. So if you're going to go out there and, and buy them and own them, just a little common sense. Not that much to ask. You know, we're all still people. we all got to share this world together and, and live in it as long as we can. So for God's sakes, learn how to use your guns. Gracious. Darma. It's kind of hard to not have anybody to rebut with. But, you know, you get to listen to me all night. You're stuck with me. That's the way it's going to go. Too bad. <laughs> you can always turn me off after uh, after Alyssa else. She's worthwhile, so if anything, listen in for her. I know you can go back to maryway I'll I'll set you free around the usual nine o'clock hour when uh, me and Jew, Jewel do the uh, shit hits the fan. Um, here's one, and and this is one that scares me. I've heard the story before, and always terrifies me, and I'm always on the lookout. A Seattle family was shocked with fear when they found a python in the toilet of their bathroom. That's right, in the house, in the bathroom, in the toilet, a python. I mean, normally when I got a python in the toilet, you know what I mean, ladies? It's me hanging out there. Seriously, sure, scary stuff. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know how I react. Um, it's it's freaky. It somehow made its way into the pipes and up the pipes and, and through the toilet, and, and now you've got this... Python in your bathroom. I, for one, would take off running. I don't know about a lot of you. I'm certainly not sitting there to confront this thing and and take it on and be scared half to death. But it's freaky. I mean, this thing. I mean, and I'm not a snake hater. I had a snake years back. But it's a little different. It wasn't this giant thing crawling up a uh, toilet? Scary as hell. I can't even imagine. What do you what do you do with it? Slam the toilet lid on it? I guess I don't know. Snakes, rats, alligators—I don't know. Any any kind of invasion like that? I mean, I've heard stories in the past. I used to watch that show Twenty Twenty. Used to talk about uh, rats invading people's houses and coming up through the sewer system and through the toilet. And Jesus Christ! I, oh, that's why I buy like a, that's why you get guns. Go out and buy guns for that. Shoot some rap right between the eyes. Trying to bite my rear end while it's sitting in the toilet. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But, you know, we can't explain everything. I, I sure as heck can't explain how that happens, and I'm not about to explain how that happens. Not for me. So we're going to take a look yesterday uh, at full slate of games in the NFL. I know I like, talk about sports, and now that i got a chance to do this. I'll talk about some sports later. Uh, what happened this past weekend, starting with Thursday's games, and uh, a couple of teams that are competing in the tops of their uh, respective conferences. Minnesota Vikings—they they look great on Thanksgiving. They beat the Detroit Lions thirty to twenty-three. Uh, this is probably, in my opinion, maybe the second best team in the NFC. Uh, pretty complete. They got a good running game, good pass game. They got a terrific defense. Now a lot of people are uh, down on Case Keenum. But I got to tell you. He's done a really good job. He knows how to control this team. He's got some weapons he's now built a rapport with. Uh, Adam Thielen is quickly one of the best receivers in the league. Got a good running game with Murray McKinnon and, like I said, an outstanding defense. So uh, Minnesota improved to 9-2 and two with a Thanksgiving uh, victory over Detroit. A team that I'm really loving of late in the AFC is the uh, L.A. Chargers. Wish they would get more fans to go to the game. This team is hot right now. Manhandling Dallas 28-6 to in Dallas on Thanksgiving. Phillip Rivers is uh, back on track, playing good football. Uh, Keenan Allen is back, playing real good football. Their defense has been surprisingly excellent of late. And the uh, Chargers are making their push one game back in the AFC West. Who would imagine that when Kansas City got out to that great start, that anybody would have a chance And right now. The LA Chargers right up their back. And I kind of love it. I kind of absolutely love it. Uh, Some more teams, the Atlanta Falcons. They continued their win streak Sunday with a 34-20 win over Tampa. Julio Jones went berserk in this game, over 250 receiving yards. He's back. He's a guy they really need to get going if they want to move forward and uh, make a run towards the playoffs. And he was outstanding yesterday. Tough guy to stop. Big, tall, fast, amazing hands. So uh, Atlanta pulled that one out. Uh, Tennessee found their way back in first place. This I have no idea how. This team is terrible. But they managed to beat Indianapolis 20-16 to behind Marcus Mariota. Guy's regressing a great deal. I don't get it. Kansas City, as we just discussed, another loss, a tough loss at the hands of the Buffalo Bills. Bills currently find themselves in a wild card playoff spot. Uh, New England kept on rolling, 35-17, big win for them. Seattle survived San Francisco. Uh, the game of the week was the uh, L.A. Rams and the New Orleans Saints. Now, here was a red-hot Saints team on a big winning streak. Coming in to play a very tough Rams team with a great offense. And that game was, uh, as advertised, 26-20, the final score. Young quarterback Jared Goff leading the way. Saints were led by their outstanding rookie, Alvin Kamara. He was tremendous. Two touchdowns yesterday. Started game off on a massive 74-yard rush. That guy is something. Uh, My vote for the rookie of the year right now has got to be Alvin Kamara. Kind of a Darren Sproles type in his height and his catching ability, but a big, bigger, stronger type guy. Really a beast out there. Great to watch. My upset special of the week that I did call Arizona Cardinals, did beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Watched former Jaguar quarterback Blaine Gabbard just really kind of – lighting it up on the sideline after they won that game, really letting his former team have a little earful, a couple F-bombs in there. And, you know, you got to be happy for a guy who gets drafted by a team, don't really get the players around him he needs, fails, gets let go, and then comes back down the line and beats them. That was a big one for Arizona. They keep their slim playoff hopes alive. They put a wrinkle in Jacksonville's uh, season plans, although Jacksonville still remains tied for first in their division. Last night's game was special. Uh, Green Bay, who has been playing without Aaron Rodgers, as you know. Went out to Pittsburgh, a very difficult place to play. Showed tons of moxie before getting eked out 31-28. Steelers on a roll as well. Closing course with the uh, Patriots coming up in a couple weeks. That should be a great showdown. A lot of good football yesterday. A lot of great games. And I love it. I love watching. I sit here on my Sunday. I get my computer out. I watch all the stats, I watch the games, I watch the red zone, to, to watch teams going in, and I just spend an entire day, probably starts about 10 o'clock in the morning, with watching pre-game shows, and I'll make my way out and get a little breakfast, I'll come back, I'll watch the games, and follow the stats, and I do it pretty much, like I said, from 10 in the morning, and I'll run it pretty much until, god, midnight, when the late night game ends. I'm a diehard. Big time football guy. love football. I like all sports, but football is my top. So I like hockey. I like basketball. I like baseball. There's plenty of that going around right now. Sixers are playing real good ball. Flyers need a little help, but they're a young team. Of course, Eagles. So lots to watch and enjoy. We're going to take a few minutes here. I'm going to play some songs for you, as I promised, from, from past guests. And I like this one. This is one of our absolute all-time favorite people we have on the show it is The Amazing Lilith and Lilith and the Night. This is their newest. We debuted it here on The Stoop a few weeks back, and it's, uh, it's taken off. It's a great song. It's called Rain Dance. It's by Lilith and the Night. About three minutes long. We'll play it here. We'll come back shortly as we get ready for tonight's guest, Alyssa Jarill. So uh, stay tuned and enjoy the song. Absolutely fantastic It is Lilith and the Night A band Across the river in London They play excellent music They've been on our show three times now Always debuting new stuff here And that's Rain Dance, their latest single Expecting some new music uh, From them in January Very exciting And of course we have already spoke to Lilith About uh, having it here Debuting it once again We're very excited for that so we're reading some things now, and um, a lot of people might know more of this than me. The Avengers 4 is due out uh, in 2019. I'm starting to read conflicting uh, stories, that this might be the end for some of these legendary uh, hero movies, and the legendary heroes uh, and actors who have played in them. Very interesting. I always thought Marvel did such an amazing job with their movies. Uh, DC gets a lot of slack. And they really got up with Justice League. They kind of got it with Batman v Superman. A little bit with Wonder Woman. Although I found Wonder Woman enjoyable. They, they did get a little bit of heat for that one as well. But Marvel always seems to be hitting home runs. And uh, they got a great ensemble. They got great actors. And the movies are really good. It would be a shame to, to think that we would be losing any of these guys. Um, the Robert Downey Juniors uh, and so on. The great actors of play in the Marvel Universe. So hopefully that's not going to happen. Let's hope that's all rumor. But rumors always run amok. That's what the internet's for. It keeps the internet afloat. Rumors. Uh, With Star Wars coming out next month, I have read a couple thousand different stories about who Star Wars and what it's all about, what's going to happen with Luke Skywalker. He, of course, is going to the dark side. He, of course, is the dark leader Snoke. He comes back as Darth Vader. Uh, He's everybody's dad. He's everybody's mom. Crazy. Let's just wait. I like to wait it out to the theater when my time has come and watch the actual movie itself. That's where I get the answers from, folks. Straight from the horse's mouth, and I am jacked up for Star Wars. Less than a month away. It's a couple weeks away. The Last Jedi. It is going to be fantastic. Uh, We do have more Mark Hamill. Yep, Luke is, uh, is there what his character is going to be. They've kept it very hush-hush. We don't know a whole lot about it. Of course, not going to give you a lot about it because you wouldn't buy a ticket. (laughs) That's what it's all about, folks. all about selling the tickets and getting you out to the theater and watching to uh, experience firsthand what exactly is going on. And isn't that better? Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Am I wrong? So we're definitely looking forward to that. That's going to be great. Uh... Movies in general, I, I I just have a hard time being a big-time movie fan. Movies have to really wow me, like overwhelm me. It's me being a little shadow, shallow, but I don't know. I just sitting in a movie theater for a couple hours, and if you leave disappointed, I mean, it, it stinks. So I really try to find the best possible movie. We'll wait and see. So still go to the theater. It's something great to do. It's a change in pace, if you will. Change it a lot. Away from the from the norm. People ask me a lot, and it's funny. I, I was just uh, talking yesterday, and uh, somebody said to me, you know, you get all wrapped up in the seagull stuff. You get all passionate, and you get heated when they lose. And Is it really that big a deal? Does it change your life? Does it change your pay? Yeah, does it change... Well, it doesn't it doesn't all but you know what it is it's a break it's a getaway from the from the norm, the drag out world of of going to work and slaving and and mundane stuff. you get out, you watch a game, you root for the local team, brings people together. That's what I like about so we're about two minutes away, uh roughly about eight thirty maybe a little bit after, Uh, Alyssa Jarrills. Very exciting. She's going to be here. We're going to ask her some questions about her new show on Disney Channel. We're going to ask her about her career. We're going to ask her about being a uh, young actress in Hollywood right now. It's going to be very exciting. I, I can only imagine. i got this little radio show I do here, and that stokes me. I get excited just... You know, spending some time on the air and talking to you people and uh, usually hanging out with Jewel and some of the amazing guests we get. And to me, it's a it's a great rush. My little uh, two hours of fame, two nights a week, so four hours, I guess, two shows, two hours a night, my four hours of fame. And I would have never thought that I'd be sitting here talking to the likes of the uh, like Cal Sparks and Steve Howey, Madeline Zima, people that I, that I love watching on TV and some great artists, getting new music, getting the world premiere music, debut stuff. That's amazing. It's a great time. I advise everybody to, or at least check it out, at least listen to me doing it. <laughs> if you can't do it yourself, no reason why you can't pull up a chair, click on the Stoop Radio and listen to me do it. Because I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you a couple nights a week. I'll bring it to you more nights a week. Get more guests that want to come on on different nights, and uh, if you want to hear it, we'll bring it. i have got no problem with that. Yeah, you know, we do the top five lists. We do a What's On Your Playlist. We like to go through the archives of our music. We like to just talk about silly topics. We like being very Philly. We're Philly-oriented here. The show used to be very New York about a year ago, and then we changed format. And now we're back here being very Philadelphia. And that's very exciting. It's a great city. It's my city. I love it. We, we brought some live acts that we got, you know, Live actually come from Philly. we got more coming up in the future, but we welcome all of you. If you're out there listening, and you know a, a live band, or you're in a live band, and you guys got uh, some skill, and you got some original music you're going to bring our way, we would absolutely love to have it. We'd love to play it. Even if you don't want to come on for an interview and don't have time, we'll still play it. Right now, let's do what we do best. Let's talk to our very special guest this evening, and let's welcome the lovely Miss Alyssa Jarrills. Alyssa, good evening, and welcome to the Stoop Radio Show. Hey,
1: thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely, thank you you so much for being here. Yes?
1: Oh, you're here. All right, cool. We're good.
0: Oh, you got it? Okay, good. All right. (laughs) It's a little bit of delay, so you'll you'll kind of miss me for a second or two, but we're glad to have you. Tonight's a little different. I'm uh, doing the show solo. Usually I have a co-host. Tonight it's just me. So thank you again very much for coming on.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm at Disneyland right now.
0: Oh wow, lucky you! Look at this. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. Call, calling in
1: from Disneyland. I'm literally sitting outside of the Matterhorn right now.
0: Awesome! That is the first for our show. Calling in live from Disneyland. <laughs> we always have first. Awesome. It's like uh, 30. De- it's 30 degrees here in Philly. We're freezing cold, and you're out having a time of your life. So good for you. <laughs> oh man,
1: it is currently yeah. It is currently maybe like 65, and it's. Clear and it's been like a perfect day, and I'm wearing like a sweater and a flannel, and that's it. So we're having a California Christmas, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely, that's excellent. Um, you know, I want to come right out first of all and congratulate you uh, on your recent success. You know, you're a young actress. Uh, how are you handling all this recent fame? Are you loving it?
1: Oh man, it's been incredible. Yeah, you know, it's been. I've been uh, doing this for about three years. and definitely still a newbie, but um, it's been a really incredible experience, and I've just loved sort of being able to meet so many incredible people and, um, work on these great projects. I've, I've, I feel really lucky.
0: That's terrific. So you're, you know, the show is on the Disney channel and you're at Disney. You get some big, I'm at you, know, uh, you, get the, you get a big hookup for being a Disney star when you walk in. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> we do. We
1: get a guide. Actually, we get, um, eight passes per season. So, um, this is, like, my last two, and I got car coffers today. And I've been here since 9 a.m., and I just wow. our guy just left, and it's, like, super decked out for Christmas right now. So uh, we're going to go have a great time.
0: Very exciting. I appreciate you taking time out during mm-hmm. the trip to, to join us. So um, oh, tell yeah, us about your new show. <laughs> Thank you. Tell us about your new show. It's Mech X4, uh, and that's yeah you know, on the Disney Channel. Tell us all about it. Tell us about your character and tell us a little bit about the show.
1: Um, well, the show is about a boy named Ryan Walker who discovers that he has the ability to control technology with his mind. Um, and from there on, he kind of figures out that he's linked to this like 150 foot tall robot. And he basically bands together with his friends to figure out kind of how to defend their city along with this robot against the impending evil. And um, I play a character called Veracity. So it comes in, a, in the second season. Well, actually, there she comes in as a guest star in the first season and it's kind of introduced as Harris is like one academic rival who has some sort of the brain power that he has. And um, she basically, she has a really nice arc. She kind of in a way saves the team and they kind of save her and they both really compete each other in a really nice way. And she um, definitely, there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of issues that they can't solve without her and her brain and her power and her and just it, sheer intelligence really helps
0: them. And uh, she's a pretty, she's a pretty strong lady. Sounds pretty awesome. And you're, uh, you know, it, it seems like it's got great reviews. I've uh, I've read up on it and doing some research about it. Um, was yeah. it your guest stint? Was it your guest stint that made him fall in love with you, or was it kind of did they have you in the plans all along?
1: It was funny. I actually, it was the shortest audition I've ever had. It was like basically, I think I went into the Disney building, it was maybe two minutes, it was one casting director, I was on tape and then I, it, like no callback, no nothing. I booked the job like a week later and then I flew to Canada and I didn't know it then because it was just a guest star at that point. I didn't know it then but it was kind of like an initiation because uh, our creator Steve Marmel had had the character of veracity in his mind since the pilot. Um, so I kind of got to like go and hang out with the guys and see how I melded with the crew. They had to make sure I wasn't terrible to work with. And um, <laughs> it's just, I ended up, I ended up we kind of all hit it off really well from the get-go. And so it was kind of like green light from there. And then uh, like a month later, I was up to stage regular and it just, it's just all been going great.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. It's got to be really exciting. Uh, how are your, uh, how's your family and, and friend getting into this? Are you really excited for you as well? Oh, they're so excited! I've had like,
1: I actually went back to where I'm from, and I had all these people that I used to do theater with. They all came and watched the last five episodes. There were like twelve, fifteen people, and they were so excited, and they would cheer whenever I came on screen. And I was hiding behind a pillow <laughs> the whole time, and I was like, I was like terrified, like genuine, visceral fear of watching myself in front of all the people. But yeah, it's been I've I, I, I'm really lucky with the people that are around me.
0: It's excellent. Do you get nervous still every time you go out there? I mean, it's got to be uh, it's got to be kind of nerve wracking. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. No, I tend. To, I mean, it's gotten better as I've gotten older, but I always shake. I shake in auditions, or if like if I ever get past the audition process, if if I'm like screen testing or something, all like I will be shaking. Like the papers in my hands will be moving. <laughs> it never <different>. gets <laughs> better.
0: I understand. It's kind of what I do here. I see the uh, I see the call line light up. I know the guest is coming. I get a little nervous. But then, you know, we, the we do it pretty easy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's why we do it laid back. You and me, bro. It's kind you of and like, me.
0: Yeah, just kind of sitting and talking. I get you. Um, you also <laughs> had a stint on Girl Meets World. This is a show, uh, it's pretty cool because it, it enters uh, different generations. I mean, Boy Meets World was big when I was growing up, and they come back with Girl Meets World, so it's a big generation. Tell us about your time on that show and uh, some of the things you picked up there.
1: Um, that was very brief. I was, I was an incredible experience with my first job. Um, and it was just, that show is such a well-oiled machine. Everyone just really has their place. It was, they had the tone down so well, you know, and they had Wendy's World behind it. And Michael Jacobs, who was the creator of both shows, was just like, I mean, it was, it was a really very like high power set. And so kind of coming onto it and figuring out how to like fit yourself into their little mold is very difficult but it was probably like it was the, it was the best training because it was, it was definitely like a high intensity and also really high fun set to be on um, and I just learned a lot and you know you learn about kind of like scripts changing and everything that goes on I think at that point I had no idea how to even hit my mark it was all I was a newbie in every way and they were very supportive <laughs> and kind so uh, I felt I feel really lucky to have gotten to spend some time on that show
0: that's great, and like I said, it had to be a little bit of pressure going into a show that already, uh, not so much has been established with Girl Meets World, but Boy Meets World was already an established show, but an established Ooh, audience, yeah. so, you know, a oh, good so break-in, nice. yeah, excellent, so, um. Oh, yeah. obviously, you're at Disney World now, hanging out, what else do you do when you're not acting, I mean, you know, just being a kid, what do you like to do for fun? Oh,
1: gosh, everyone asks me this question, everyone, whenever anyone <laughs> asks me, like, what are your hobbies, I'm like, I don't do anything, I watch a lot of- <laughs> I watch a lot of friends, I watch a lot of new girl. And I, I mean, I have a really, I'm really lucky with, I have a really great group of friends here in LA and we kind of like, we're like the nerdy group. We like go to the Griffith observatory and we play board games and we like, we're, it's a really nice group of people and they're all actors as well. But I mean, especially living in LA, I moved here to pursue this. So it's such a huge part of my world. Um, and I really I don't think I could have it any other way. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's like I love it, and so kind of getting to surround myself in it really makes me
0: happy. That's terrific. Uh, do, you notice, um, do you notice things coming a little easier for you, though, like being social, um, you know, being able oh, yeah. to be a character? And, yeah, that's excellent. Um, what was your inspiration to start becoming an actor? Is it something that came natural to you, or did people kind of coach you and say, hey, why don't you try this out?
1: I It was just kind of, like, so funny. Like, I, I think it's, like, abnormal to only want to be it. Like, I never wanted to be anything else. It was just, like, from the get-go, whenever I was playing games with my friends, it was just, like, no, actor. I don't always call the actor <laughs> in the scenario. And my mom did theater, and she was uh, sort of a big influence on me with that. And um, I think I saw her in a play, and I was like, well, it doesn't make sense that I'm in the audience. And I'm like, I was just, like, from there on. I think I was a B in Rumpelstiltskin,
0: and uh, and that was that was the beginning. And that was it, and the rest is history.
1: <laughs> the rest is history.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. We had a uh, we had an, another young lady on our show last week, 16 years old, she's a singer and songwriter, and now we get mm-hmm. another 16 year old lady that's an actress. It's amazing how much more intelligent and prepared you seem for the world. Uh, What do you attest to that? Social media, uh, just regular upbringing, a difference of generation? What do you think helps you be so in touch?
1: I think that the world that we live in nowadays, we're so surrounded by, I mean, you can really with the internet, you can kind of see anything that you want. And so there's just less of a, we're less sheltered, I think. And I mean, just as we've evolved, the dialogue has gotten so much broader for young people. And I think that it's really, it's just really like, I, I don't even know how to explain It's sort of a generational difference. And I think that social media has a really big part of it. Um, but yeah. And I mean, I've been brought up by two really incredible parents and um, they've really, <laughs> the person I'm with is filming. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's <they>, uh, <laughs> like over there like, yay tickets! Um I've had really two incredible parents who um, have just taught me a lot about the world, and they're both, like, very intelligent. And I think just sort of being around that my whole life has just shaped the way that I speak and the way that they've taught me to see the world has really uh, been pretty incredible. I'm really lucky to have them. So I think that's a big part of it.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I guess you got to have a lot of uh, a lot of love and support around you. It definitely starts with the parents, which is great, and it's good that they're into it. And like you said, your mom had some upbringing in it, so that's where you get your network. Fantastic.
2: Absolutely.
0: Um, excellent. Uh, I did read something about you a couple of days ago. I heard you're very much into vintage clothing, I have a lot of vintage T-shirts, mm. etc. From music bands and bands of my generation, 60s and 70s music. Is this your kind of favorite music? And uh, who are some of your favorite bands? Oh, heck, yeah. Led Zeppelin is my favorite of all time. I love Led
1: Zeppelin. I have, like, way too many Led Zeppelin shirts. Billy Joel, I love Billy Joel. Elton John, Aerosmith. I mean, really, all the classics. I saw Queen in concert, which was fantastic, and I've seen Billy Joel in concert. But they're like, that's music. Like, I... I'm kind of a grandma when it comes to that. Like, I don't, well, not a grandma. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a dad when it comes
0: to that. Like, I'm like, where did all okay. the legends go? <laughs> I agree. It, it's a shame my co-host, Jewel, is not here tonight, because she likes all the modern stuff. She likes uh, rap, and she likes R&B and all that. And I'm like, you know oh, what, you're yeah. missing the classics. She likes the classics, too, but I, I, I was just amazed by her, her passion and desire for it. It's absolutely awesome. It's good to see the youth enjoying the stuff that I like. Um who were some oh, yeah, of your favorite like actors back around Yeah, I I agree mm-hmm. with that. And it you know, it's because of people like you bringing it back.
1: <laughs> exactly. But, uh, Heck yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> we man, I thank you for it. Um who are your some of your favorite actors right now? Um uh, anybody in particular you like? Any kind of uh, movies or things that you're into?
1: I my favorite actor, I think someone that I've always read a lot is Brie Larson And um she's it's interesting because what I classify as favorite actor for me isn't necessarily who I think is like the best of all time. Cause like if I were, if you were to ask me that, I would say like, Oh, Meryl Streep. Cause so she's just a goddess, but there's something of her right. <laughs> that I find really, really compelling. And she has been working for it for so long. And is just has so much perseverance and she speaks really eloquently and is incredibly insightful and has a lot of depth, um, and she just brings that to all of her roles. And I really just like, I, I appreciate everything that she's done. And I've kind of appreciated her evolution as an actress as she's gotten older. And she was actually, I went and saw Hamilton the other day and she was there. And like, I didn't wow. talk to her and I didn't see her. And I found out later that she had been there the same night and probably in the same vicinity. And it killed me, it killed me. Cause I just want to talk to her more than anything. in the
0: world. I can imagine. You never know that, that moment might come. Um, is there any has there been Not any actors hope. you've run into is there any actors you've run into recently that have had you kinda starstruck or kinda geeked out?
1: Yeah, I met Milo Ventimiglia um at an event like a year ago and this is before I started watching This is Us. And I only knew him from Gilmore Girls. And, like, I, someone was like, Jess from Gilmore Girls is here. And I think I very loudly he was like, Jess from Gilmore Girls. And then I looked to my right, and he was <laughs> just there. And he was like, so.
2: <laughs> and he, like, stood up.
1: And he shook my hand. And he, like, asked me where I was from. And he was so nice and just, like, so pretty. And I was just like, oh, like, what a great, what a talent. He's And I, had, I hadn't watched This Is Us yet. But if I, if I had at that point, I would have just been gushing to him. I'm kind of glad that I didn't because I would have been, like, shaking because, oh, I'm such a huge fan of him. He's absolutely incredible.
0: I recommend checking it out, though. It's a good show. It's, it's tear-jerking, but it's very uh, well-created. It's a good show. I like it. It's
1: so good. Yeah, another one of my – someone that I think I would, like, cry if I met would be Sterling K. Brown. He's just uh, one of, like – and he plays Randall on that show, and he's probably the most like yes. present actor that I've ever there's something about him I just I don't know what it is but boy
0: he is freaking talented blows my mind. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there like they just had that certain something, that presence. Which is very cool. And yeah and looking in uh, you know, watching some clips of what you do, you have that you have that presence. You're you're a young girl but you got a very mature look and it seems like you really own your characters and what you're doing, which is great. Um well, appreciate what are you that. looking for? Absolutely. What are you looking for in the future? Do you want to keep acting? Do you have college on your mind? Uh, any big plans coming up? Oh yeah,
1: I don't think there's any other option aside from acting for me. I think that's really awesome. the only thing <laughs> that I can do. Um, that's just, I mean, and it's and it's not to like sell myself short or anything. I just think that's like, it's, it's it's that's what's for me, and I've I've always kind of felt that way, and um, yeah. College, college is interesting. I think, I think I will definitely, I want to go to college. It's just sort of a matter of like taking four years away from this industry. If you have any kind of place in it, like they don't let you get that place back. Like unless you're at like Natalie Portman level, it's really rough to just take a break. So, um, I'm, I'm, we'll see. I might do, I might do the classic like go to Santa Monica Valley and then transfer to UCLA and do everything online, but i'm still just a junior so i have i have a year to figure that
0: out there you go yeah take your time there's no rush enjoy the ride um <laughs> you're talking about uh, being a junior being in school how do the uh, how do your classmates treat you now a little different do you got this big show
1: uh sorry say that one more time you we were breaking up there
0: oh not a problem sorry how do your uh being a junior how do your classmates and fellow schoolmates treat you now that you have this big show
1: i what's funny because i do online school well it's actually not necessarily online i did i did online school for two years for the past two years of high school and this year i'm at a school called opus which is like the actor school and so it's like everyone that i run into especially just being in la they're all actors so it's kind of like it's it's like the norm here which is funny which is a funny thing to be surrounded by but um you know, when I go back home everyone's 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 very sweet about it, but they're kind of just like they've known they've known me forever. It doesn't make a difference to them. They're very they're <laughs> very kind and stuff, but they're like they're like great, it's good for you.
0: <laughs> that is pretty awesome. It's gotta be really exciting. Um <laughs> Let's talk, you know, they I was just reading recently about uh the Marvel movies. In the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. and how they're going to start changing characters. Is that something you want to do? Do you want to be in the superhero uh, kind of role? Oh, absolutely! Seems like something you good Yeah, awesome. Who
1: are I some have, of your favorites? I would favorites? love to. You know,
0: okay. Here's
1: the thing. I'm not like like I'm not like a superhero junkie, but I just saw Thor Ragnarok, and I just thought that their use of immigrant song was just like I literally was like rocking back and forth in my seat. I was so excited. Anyway, that's a side note. But I love. um, <laughs> I mean, Black Widow, like, a character like that, just some kind of, like, super kick-ass lady. Like, I would love to play like that. And those movies just, like, they, they, they give me chills. I'm super excited. I'm sitting with somebody who has a Guardians of the Galaxy hat on right now, and we, like, went in a ride, and we were so excited. And it was just, like, something like that would be great with that perfect mixture of humor and action.
0: That's very cool. It gets to be a question I ask a lot of actors and actors that come on the show because I'm very curious because it always seems like fun. You get to wear so many costumes, have so many effects. It's got to be something pretty cool. But kind of like your show now. I mean, you got a lot of effects. And, you know, what are some of the great things you get to do that, that seem, you know, out of this world to you?
1: Oh, man. I mean, it was just like, there were just some moments of, like, standing in a room completely covered. Oh, sorry, you can probably hear the people on the Matterhorn behind me. Um,
0: That's okay. <laughs> there was
1: just something cool about, like standing in a giant room covered in green screen from like head to toe and like the floor and the ceiling and just everything. And it just feels very surreal. And I used to watch like Harry Potter behind the scenes videos when I was younger and they would be doing things like that. And so like just being in those scenarios or like whenever I got to do any kind of stunts, uh, it just felt, I felt really less than lucky to do that. Very surreal.
0: That's
2: awesome.
0: After the time you spent acting, um, the brief time you spent, but they like said you're you're rising. Do you have any desire watching like a director or a producer and thinking that could be something you're into down the line?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really, I feel like I haven't even like scratched the surface of the surface of the surface of acting. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> I, I definitely want to 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 stay in that field for a while. But I, I know, I think I'll probably get to the point where I'm like 18 or 20, that, like, I'm just going to be like, that's it, I'm writing my own roles, and I have a lot of friends who are doing that, and there's something really empowering about that, so it's re- it's absolutely something I'm, I'm interested in, and I have a friend who's um, going to be an intern at Reese Witherspoon Production Company, and, like, something like that, gosh, just doing something like that sounds so cool to me, so I'm absolutely
0: interested in it. Yeah, that's got to be. I mean, uh, like I said, you got to scratch the surface. you got to get a little more experience and make your moves. Yeah, but it's something I could exactly. definitely uh, see you doing. Let me uh, ask you one oh, more thank question. You. Um, mm-hmm. Let me ask one more question. 16 years old, getting started. If you had to give advice to any other young star right now, one big piece of advice to anybody trying to make it in this business, what would it be? Hmm. Ease is a greater
1: threat to progress than hardship.
0: The Denzel Washington
1: quote, and that's, like, my favorite quote ever. And I think that in this industry, it's so easy to feel like you just have no control over what's happening. But I think that seeing every audition or every opportunity that you get to, you know, say a line, you know, if it's an audition for a one-line co-star or anything, absolutely anything, seeing that as an opportunity to act. And absolutely every step is – it will matter – and so as opposed to just feeling like whatever you go through and the hardships that you kind of encounter are sort of feeling like those aren't going to get you anywhere, or those are stopping you, that's going to make you who you are and that's going to make you a better actor and it's going to make you a better human being and um, yeah, Denzel, Denzel said that in a, in a speech and it just hit me really hard and I've always,
0: I've always said that to
1: people, I think that's really really
0: valuable. It's awesome words, and like I said, the young generation really does get it. You guys go out. You Mm -hmm. you, you go out, you set your goals, you want to be famous, you want to have this, and you you speak about it so perfectly, and it's easy to admire, and I'm just ecstatic to have you take the time to come out here and talk to us tonight. Um, Any other projects coming up right now or just this show? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Uh,
1: Um, Yeah, I'm going to be on the Mick on Fox and on a yes. show on Netflix called Alexa and Katie um, and I'm in like four or five of those Alexa and Katie episodes and one on the Mick um, and I think the Mick one comes out in December and Alexa and Katie is in March I believe so that's all at the moment
0: excellent definitely worth keeping our eyes out I love the Mick that show is hilarious and I uh, right. yeah love it I know but what I'd like to ask you, when you make your appearance on the Mech and your your show gets rolling, would you come back with us sometime and, and talk again? Oh, I would love to. Yeah, it's been super
1: fun. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely, and thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for taking your time away from your from your trip today. It really is. I really appreciate it. I really do. And you're a, a lovely young lady. Had a great time talking. Uh, be on a look lookout, everybody. For Alyssa Daryl, she'll be in Mech X4. Beautiful young lady, terrific actress, and we hope to hear from you a lot more. Alyssa, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, Thank you so much, man. Have a great night. You too. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye. That was really awesome. A uh, lovely young lady, Alyssa Gerils, Uh J-I-R-R-E-L-S, for everybody who wants to get to know a little more about her. Check out her biographies. Check out some shows. She's going to be on the Disney Channel. It's Mech X4. She's going to be a regular in season two. Very exciting. And she's going to be on one of my favorite shows, The Mick, and a show called Alexa and Katie on Netflix. So she's busy, and she deserves it. She's got a great look. She's got a very pleasant smile. And as you can hear from her, she has her head on the street. She really knows what she wants out of acting. And you can't help but wish but nothing for the best for such a wonderful young lady. And I love it. I love how this generation is... uh, seems to be getting back to the joys of acting. It seems to be getting back to the thrill of what's involved in being an actor or a performer. Again, like I said, Bella last week, Alyssa this week, sweet. They're charming. They're humble. They know what they got to do to succeed. They know what they want in this business. And that's really what it's all about, the dreams, the goals, and desires. Thank you so much, Alyssa, again, our guest for this fine TGIM Monday night episode of The Stoop. We got a lot more coming up on the stoop. We are not going away. We do not go away. We're going to keep coming at you. We're going to run down a list of uh, future shows we got coming up for you. And we're going to start off with one that's coming up this Wednesday. We go back to music and another young, lovely uh, performer, Taylor Gale, is going to be here. Singer and songwriter. And it's got good stuff. We're going to get some of her music. We're going to play a song or two from her. Talking to her about her career. Definitely worth listening to. Taylor Gale. That is uh, this Wednesday, the 29th, on our hump day episode of The Stoop. December 4th, The Stoop goes a little bit country. Yes, I'm putting on the cowboy boots. A lot of people won't believe it, but it's going to happen. We have the lovely Cherish Lee. She's going to be on The Stoop on December 4th. going to get some songs from her. You may know her as the daughter of former Dallas star Charlene Tilton. She represents uh, the fine group at Michael Stover uh, Management. He brings us so many great artists. He's got a lot of good musicians in his stable. We get to meet this one, Cherish Lee, right here on Stoop on the 4th of December. We're not stopping there. December 6th, from the BET Series Bounty Hunters, it's G-Rod. Yeah, another great uh, management team that brings us a lot of performers, brings us G-Rod. We're going to come out. We're going to talk to him about his career and what this show is all about. He seems like an exciting guy. Uh, pretty cool looking dude. His character looks cool. Get to talk to him right here on Stoop on the 6th. December 11th, another member of the Michael Stover team, Philip Broussard. Plays uh, kind of pop style music. Former Navy guy. So I'm going to talk to him a little bit about the military. Serving our country. And uh, how we got into music. So I'm going to talk to him. Hopefully play some songs on the 11th. December 13th, we go back To her roots, another Philly band, local, found by Jewel. She loves these local Philly bands, and this one looks pretty good. Vita and the Wolf will be here on the stoop on December 13th. Once again, hope to play some songs from them, interview, and talk to them about their career, what they got going on, talk to them about, we love talking about Philly. December 20th, this one is one I'm definitely looking very much forward to. young lady by the name of Juliet Tablack. For those of you who may not know, she used to play the lovely Amber on Married with Children. That's right, uh, Darcy's niece, Amber, from Married with Children. Been out of the acting scene a little bit, but uh, we're going to catch up with her. We're going to talk to her about her Married with Children days, talk to her about what she's got going on now. And she's lovely. I'm looking very forward to this, and she was more than kind and more than excited to come on our show. That's current kind of wrap up of what we got going on in the very near future. Of course, January is coming around, the new year. We're going to get more names for you, and more places. We hope to get out a little bit more. We hope to get a new no website up and running. We just want to bring you so much here on the show. We want to become your show. We want to become the show that everybody stops. And says, you know what? I got to check them out. Even if it's on an archived uh episode, even if it's uh, even if you listen to a replay a little bit later, or you check us out live because we go one. 100% live. We don't skimp. As you heard, we were live tonight uh, from Disney World. Alyssa Jarrills joined us, called us, you know, kind of had some fun with her uh, on her little trip to Disney World. And last week, Steve Harvey, uh, Steve Harvey, wow, Steve Howie. I pulled a Steve Harvey by saying Steve Harvey. Steve Howie was on the show um, on set and eating tacos. So fun stuff happens here. Very laid back, very uh, fun Relaxed atmosphere here on the stoop. You know, you famous uh, actresses and musicians, etc., to come on. Tell your friends. Let's have more people. Let's have great big stoop party. New Year's coming around. We're going to do a lot for you. When, another thing we're going to do, we're going to play some more music because I like it. And I want you people to get to learn what we love. Local Philly band that was on our show uh, a couple months back. This is an awesome song. It's got a little bit of a no-doubt flavor. The band is called Molly Rhythm, and the song is The Devil Never Comes. And we had them on. I think we had every single member on, so it's got to be a little, uh, be a little bit of a uh, free-for-all. Everybody all over the board was a lot of fun, and their music is a lot of fun. They're a great band. Uh, we're going to play this one here. The Devil Never Comes. It's Molly Rhythm, about four minutes long. Enjoy the song, and I will be back with you shortly.
2: Drop me on some bicycle I give it to a kid for free Sneaking through your
0: Yes, yes, the sounds of Molly Rhythm, one of our local Philadelphia bands here and The Devil Never Comes. Get that, baby. Go to your uh, Apple Music Library. Search Molly Rhythm, spelled just like it sounds. And the song is The Devil Never Comes. Got a little No Doubt to it. I like it a lot. Good, fun band. They had a good time on the show. We had a lot of laughs. A lot of members are all over the place, but a lot of fun. Check them out. All right, let's get to some stuff here, uh, a little bit of disgraceful stuff and some great stuff. The Sixers uh, down by 17, the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team that a lot of people thought we'd be able to run with this season, uh, currently beating us by 17 points, and that's making me sick to say. Sure as heck don't like that. Sure as heck don't like LeBron. I suppose we were, uh, I don't know, courting LeBron for next season, trying to get him here. Nah. I can do it now. I'm going to stick to the process. And, you know, it's still a young team, so a lot of people are getting down on it. It is still a young team, still plenty of time. But for the good news for the Philadelphia fans who are still listening, the Philadelphia Flyers have a 3-1 lead over the Pittsburgh Penguins, and nothing makes me happier. I absolutely despise the Penguins. I guess my big four sports hatred, because you got to have it, um, being a Philadelphia guy, of course, I love my locals. The big four hatred's got to be football's it got to be the Dallas Cowboys. Perhaps my least favorite team of any sport. Hockey's got to be the Penguins. I absolutely despise the Penguins. Sid Crosby, you can keep him. Monkey face Malkin. <laughs> I hate those guys. Baseball, it's the New York Yankees. I despise the Yankees and it'll make some enemies. Because it's very chic. It's where Yankees stuff. But I hate the Yankees. That's my baseball hatred. Baseball is the Lakers. It's always the Lakers. It's always going to be the Lakers. Especially now that they got this uh, Lonzo Ball. And his big mouth, dumbass dad, Lavar Ball. That guy needs to shut the hell up. <laughs> so that's my four. I don't know who your four are. But if you want to uh, leave us a message on Stoop Radio Network on Facebook, or maybe tag it on uh, Twitter, the Stoop Radio 1. Leave me your uh, big four, your Mount Rushmore of Team Hatred. Let's go with that. Mount Rushmore of Team Hatred. Put four logos on the mountain of hate. Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, Pittsburgh Penguins, Los Angeles Lakers. Very curious to hear what some of you people would put up there. I have to do that. I have to get an artist to paint some of them or at least paint the winner. Monday night football is off and running. Uh one that I'm not crazy about tonight. It is the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. Texans have a 7 nothing lead. You know about their issues and and how their season went. Uh when they lost young up and coming rookie Deshaun Watson. Since Tom Savage has, has uh, taken over, not a bad game night so far by Savage. Six of nine for 63 yards. Uh, Lamar Miller has a rushing touchdown. Uh, six carries, 23 yards. And a couple of passes to, uh, to Ellington. It's become his main man out there. Uh, Baltimore, I just don't see it. Never saw it, even when they won the Super Bowl. Never really found anything exciting about that team. after Monday night game. We go ahead and head with Monday night. We're not afraid here. Except the Eagles are playing. I don't go ahead and head with the Eagles for me you know so we got some big shows coming up as you said for the month of December we'll have Christmas Christmas is less than a month away what do you want this year for Christmas what do you want underneath the tree and in your stocking I have no idea I, I really <laughs> I just like to be happy that's what I want I want happiness and I want fun I know my wife wants a baby <laughs> try to deliver that for Christmas see if Santa Santa Jeff can make it happen we'll see keep rooting for me folks little child on the way Stoop Radio Show 907 on the East Coast here we're joined over tonight by Alyssa Jarrills the new star of Disney Channel's Mech X4 that was a lot of fun it's fun talking to the uh, young stars a lot of good stuff to say I'm going to cut it early tonight, though. You know, As I said before, Jewel is not with us. just me. I tend to uh, talk myself out quickly, as I always do when I run the show by myself. Uh, but I want to play uh, some more songs, because I like playing music. I like my my calling life to be a disc jockey and play some tunes. Now, I'm going to play this tune, because this guy was a great guest of ours two weeks ago, and he's coming to Philly. For a couple of comedy nights, Mr. Hal Sparks. Hal's going to be playing the uh, Helium Comedy Club, December seventh, eighth, and ninth. December the seventh uh, is a Thursday, one show. Friday two shows at seven thirty and ten. Same with Saturday, seven thirty and ten. Uh, tickets are fairly reasonable. The Saturday night shows are twenty eight dollars. The Friday night shows are twenty two dollars. And I believe eighteen dollars for Thursday night. So go check out Hal. That guys hilarious, a great performer, well worth it. But he also sings. He's got a metal band. And he was nice enough to share this song with us and allow us to play it when he was on. We're going to play it again. We're we'll going to play it for you folks out there if you're still listening. The song is called Strange. The band is called Zero One. That's Hal's, name. Hal's band's name, Zero One. The song is called Strange. It's about three minutes and nine seconds. I'm going to play it for you, enjoy it, and I'll be back shortly. Maybe fire out another song, and then we'll say some goodbyes. But let's get a couple songs in here before we leave you. Strange. By Hal Sparks and Zero One on the Stoop Radio Show. Mr. Hal Sparks is the lead singer again. Helium Comedy Club here in Philly, December 7th, 8th, and 9th. He's going to be doing his comedy stint, not so much singing, but still worth it. Man is an outstanding performer. Strange is his sexually innuendoed charged single. I love it. I'm going to play it here on the stoop. One of the many great guests we have had, the privilege to have here, Hal Sparks. We love having musicians here as well Some of our favorites uh, As we said earlier, Lilith and the Night uh, Sagan Amory from Hail Sagan uh, Sheena and the Nosebleeds Molly Rhythm Overwinter Just name a few Just this past uh, Monday, Bella Elise Young Lady A lot of good music out there I'm a music fan, music is uh, Really ignites my soul Puts me in the best of the moods At times and Always calms me down. Music calms a savage beast. I'm not too much of a savage beast. Food. Food and music. Lock the doors. Give me some good food. Give me some music. Give me some beer. And I'm your man. That's what it takes to get me all fired up. Not much. Very, very easy to get along with. Don't forget, Wednesday night, we are coming back at you. Same time. 8 o'clock. Right here on Blog Talk Radio, the stoop comes back. It's more music. Taylor Gale. That should be a goodie. I'm going to play one more song from the lovely Sagan Amory and Hail Sagan. This one is called The Mirror. I'm going to take you out with it tonight. I'm going to play this song and then we're going to call it a night. We're going to cut it out right now. So I am going to say farewell on my end, Jeff the Shark Perini. Again. Condolences and uh, best wishes Not condolences, I want to say that Sorry, it's a bad choice of words But best wishes anyway to our co-host Jewel She'll be back with us as uh, soon as she can And we hope that all her uh, Issues get straightened out We pray for you Jewel We need you here Jewel It's not the same without you, we love you Everybody tuning in tonight Thank you so much for joining The Stoop Thank you to Alyssa Jarrills for being my very special guest from Disney World, sharing stories about your career and being a young actress. Great stuff tonight on The Stoop. We always bring great stuff. We definitely try our hardest. We're getting a lot of listeners, call-ins. People are just really loving being a part of it, and we're loving you being a part of it. As a new year comes around, we'll be doing bigger and better things. Stay tuned and stick around with us. This song is called The Mirror. It is Hail Sagan. And it's lovely lead singer, my favorite, Miss Sagan Amory. Check it out. good enough. That young lady. Sagan Amory and Hail Sagan. The song is called The Mirror. One of the many great songs she's shared with us here on The Stoop. Just love it. I could listen to her all night. Um, guess I flapped my big gums too soon. This Pittsburgh Penguins have come back to tie the Flyers now 3-3. Third period. Ben Simmons with an ankle injury in the Sixers game too. He went out. Uh, will not return. Lacing me right now is injuries on this team. Uh, Just they're starting to find their stride to get it back. All right. So we're going to call it a night here on the stoop. Thank you so much for everybody that came out and listened to us on this Monday night. And, uh, again, we'll be back on Wednesday, same time, 8 o'clock. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you tell your friends to tune in. Make sure everybody you know is tuning in. I see the ratings, and they're good. But they could be better. It could always be better. Tens of thousands of people can't be wrong. Am I right? Beautiful thing. Thank you again, everybody. Jeff the Shark Perini for the Stoop Radio Show signing out. Good night. And don't be a douche. See you Wednesday. Bye-bye.